anyone who tells you that they don't sex it's like i have larger questions about like their constitution of character sure yeah go into that have like someone doesn't sex what does that mean about them i'm not saying it's like oh you like i want to make sure that you're sexting all day every day but to be amongst the set of i do not sex you are in a minority that i don't wish to to group myself among Gara, are you good? I'm great. And and you you heard that, right, Evan? I did. Okay, cool. Um, Perfect. All right, here we go. Hello, hi. What an incredible day to be recording a podcast. I just want to, yeah. I just want to say this is a big day. Yeah. Why? Colton Underwood came out of a closet this morning. Oh, oh, oh my god. And we have seriously, literally, the perfect guest to be discussing this with. Yeah, podcaster, absolutely. journalist. I don't know if queer journalist is the right way to say this. Sure. We have, yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Evan Ross Katz, you know him from Twitter. You love him. We're so excited to have you. Thank Hell you. Yeah. Maybe you don't love me, though, if you're listening, and that's okay, too. If you hate Evan, wow. now is the time where you're going to change your opinion. That's why we're having him yeah. on. I like that yeah. perspective. I love <laughs> I love imagining people coming on here just to get their minds changed about uh, Evan Ross Katz. So that's what we will do <gasps> Or anyone in this episode. coming on here to do damage control on their career for some right. reason. What a horrible podcast choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really bad for anyone on this. Uh, you, you picked the wrong podcast. So, um, well, thanks. Ha- I, are you are you aware that Colton Underwood of Bachelor fame came out of the closet this morning? I'm very aware. I've gotten many an alert, uh, both from the news and from friends. I will say though, I've never. I am completely uh, bachelor a bachelor virgin. I know nothing about the bachelor whatsoever. You live your life bachelor free. Yeah. So I'm a real housewife survivor person. And I feel like we don't really cross pollinate. (laughs) Um, But you know, when a person comes out, I tend to hear about it. So yeah, I'm a bachelor person. I do not watch either of those shows and we're going to have to have you leave now. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know. It was fun. <laughs> Damage control. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I am so excited because I've been telling everyone that Colton Underwood is gay for many years. No one ever believes me. And I really, I think my biggest pet peeve as a gay person is when people don't believe me when people, when I tell them that people they think are straight are gay. Oh, funny. Cause that's usually the opposite. Queer people usually hate it when you're always insisting that uh, people are queer, but yours is you hate when people don't believe you. Are you being serious? No, I'm being serious. I feel like it's like a thing of like everyone says, um, oh my God, who's the guy who's dating Camila Cabello. I love that. I can't remember. Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes. You know, everyone's like always like Sean Mendes is queer and it's kind of like, you know, Maybe we shouldn't always. Why say does that, that but offend you? The opposite. It doesn't. I didn't say it offended me. <laughs> I was just saying that you. Why live would we the opposite hate that? life? And I love that for you. You do you, baby. Why would a gay person hate <laughs> Evan? Do you think that Shawn Mendes is gay? Mm, I don't know, but but to Gar- Gara to Gara's point, I would Gara. say mm-hmm. that. I understand the idea that like for queer people to insinuate that not out queer people mm-hmm. are queer. Mm-hmm could be perceived as shamey or like, I, I understand the complex mm-hmm. yeah, dynamics. Damn. 
That was a test, Evan, and you passed, and now you're not <laughs> oh, canceled. Yeah, I didn't even you're not tell canceled you. now. I determine if you get canceled. Kara is or not. my my youth in the sound booth. They keep me from yeah. getting canceled. Uh, yeah. My youngest, mm-hmm. queerest friend, just hot on the buzzer, canceling. I also, I was also gonna say, like, I don't want to like instill to people that like queerness like acts a certain way and so mm. yes does sean mendez like give off vibes to me that are queer yes but i also want to believe that like the effeminate nature of his whatever he's giving does not necessarily equate to queerness i also want there to be room for people that totally. identify as straight to exude sure. femininity totally you're so right that was a great answer you're safe but i think he's gay and fair fair uh, i do not care if i get canceled for that but here's yeah here's what i think fine i think Uh let's eliminate the shame of thinking someone's gay Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so sean if you ever if you want to do this podcast and talk about your gay or not gayness the only that I think that would be a great choice for you. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also a lot of us, maybe most queers, have been in the closet at some point or another. And sometimes, <laughs> you know, you watch, especially Taylor. You do kind of watch Taylor Swift. Oh. You hear things. Yeah. You. She is one of them that it's like I do agree that I think Taylor has a little bit of queer in her, but I think everyone does. Uh, so uh, that's just me. I put a little bit of queer and a lot of a lot of women. Um. But that that was horrible. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I love Evan. We're so <laughs> glad to have you. Sorry that I just yes. couldn't not talk about that. So we launched in, but we're so glad to have you. You're kind of huge on Twitter for having an ongoing fight with Kim Cattrall. Oh, I was going to say, which, who are we, who are we talking about? Oh, there's uh, more. There's, there's more than yeah, just yeah. Kim no, I love that there's more. I wouldn't characterize it as a fight. I would say that we <laughs> come from two different walks of life. Oh, <laughs> wow. There's, there, I feel honored There's only right two now types to be of in people presence. in the world. Well, there's I guess four types of people in the world, but they fit yeah, into Miranda these two. Or no, Samantha. I was going to say an Evan Ross <laughs> catch or Kim Cattrall. Yeah, well, yeah. There you go. In fairness, I'd rather be a Kim Cattrall in that binary. So you know. Wow, and that's the only binary. That is the only binary. Do yeah. exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, yes, for yes. listeners who might not be familiar with your work, can you ex- can you like just briefly explain the history? <laughs> yeah, with of your this? work of fighting with Kim Cattrall. <laughs> If I like remember, okay, like I think this started back in like 2015. Oh my god, this is old. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's had like there's been like this is a uh, foot long beef iterations. <laughs> Briefly, I asked her one day about Sex in the City three, and she did she not. She loves being asked about that. She does, and she blocked me, and then it kind of became like oh, immediately. Then it became a thing where like she unblocked me. And then she responded to me, but then she blocked me on Instagram. And now I'm currently blocked on Instagram, but I'm not blocked on Twitter. And we have had several exchanges in the interim when I think she doesn't remember that I'm the gay that trolls her sometimes. (laughs) But in all honesty, I like deeply respect Kim Cattrall. And like, as much as I like troll her, it's like- Troll her? You hardly know her. <laughs> well, but no Sex in the City revival will be anything of note in my book without Kim. Um, no. Again, yeah, great agree. answer. So diplomatic. Clearly, someone who yeah. has evaded uh, Twitter conflict for a very long time. Yeah, that's a special skill. 
Um, well, we're so glad you're here. Let's do our intros and then let's dive into we'll have gay sex. We will have gay sex with one another. Mm-hmm. Evan, we do like uh, we just let people know who we are. I don't know why I'm telling you what an intro is, but we list. <laughs> we Yeah, we have to let people know who we are before we do the podcast. So we list uh, yeah. like our pronouns and sexualities and shit like that. Okay. I am Ashley Gavin. I'm a comedian. I am a cis, gay, white woman. She, her pronouns. Ah, oh, and I didn't come up with an intro for Gara today. Hey, that's fine. We should get a writer's room. That's just constantly, constantly coming up with funny intros. Yeah, for Gara. yeah, with intros. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's. I kind of got skater, skater boy vibes today. I feel like I got my Nalgene. I got my kind of like dyed sweatpants. If that kind of carries you in a way. No, no, because okay, great. Because <laughs> babies don't skateboard. Babies don't skateboard. Yeah, but what if they did? <laughs> I feel like there's like a Gushers commercial with like a baby skateboarding um, and that's me. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, let's let's go with a baby boarder. We got my youth in the sound booth keeps me from getting canceled. A little goofy baby boarder. Give it up. Wow. For yeah. Rubber baby bubby bumpers. <laughs> Hello. My name is Gara. My pronouns are they them. I'm transmasculine, non-binary. I'm white and I'm pansexual and I do not skate. So do not ask me to teach your daughters to skate, which is something a lot of women have asked me to do in the past. To teach their daughters to skateboard? Yes. I was like a receptionist and honestly, at least this once happened? a day, people be like, can you teach my daughter how to skateboard? Yes. I get profiled as being able to teach your daughter how to skateboard and mm-hmm. also i just will say your daughter's gay <laughs> but if you didn't realize that I'll, yet but you could teach gay. them how to be gay maybe possibly yeah maybe maybe and then maybe that's what they wanted but anyway continue cool evan do you mind introducing yourself in this format we'll um guide you through it if uh if you don't remember any of them i am evan ross Katz. i am a cis white male human and my oh, yeah. sexual wait that's and then and I am I identify as gay but I am comfortable being identified as queer by others because I recognize sort of the umbrella nature of the term queer and am I missing anything no that's great what are your pronouns oh, oh excuse me yes my pronouns are he him <laughs> okay perfect and perfect. you are in a Netflix office because you are a fancy fuck you're a fancy fuck (laughs) that's one way to articulate it but sure i'll take it (laughs) um i bet it smells nice in there i bet there's like cold water and seltzers in a fridge there's boxed water and it smells like cleaning products because it's very thoroughly cleaned clean and cleaned Mm -hmm. well thanks Mm -hmm. for being here let's get into the let's get into the gay sex i am pulling up my little list your list. Gay, my list of gay sex. Wow. Which I... I love that you have a list. Yes. All right. Okay, I don't have a lot of options here today, Evan. I've been letting the guests pick which gay sex that I talk about. I did not have gay sex this week because my girlfriend is gone and I am ragingly horny. I miss her so much. It's been a while <laughs> since I've gone this long without sex. It has been a long time. I think it's been like three weeks. Wow. Wow. And it's weird because yeah. I've gone much longer without sex, but yeah. because it with Jen, it just maybe not. It fe- no, maybe not. And it feels like it just I don't know what it is, but it feels so long 
the pandemic you just like crave human touch from anybody mm-hmm. so you don't mm-hmm. you don't have human touch at all and right. i don't know if i've said this right. on the podcast before but i feel that some human touch and eye contact kind of like mitigates like that's like one one eye contact is like one one millionth of a sex uh-huh uh-huh i don't know and then it makes that. you less horny. I don't know, Evan, if you have any thoughts on horniness during the pandemic. But- well, I think it like sort of, it depends on what, there's kind of like the different chapters of the pandemic, you know? <laughs> so there's like March, April, May, 2020, uncertainty, yeah, yeah. terror. And yes. then June was the beginning of the racial reckoning on top of the pandemic. So there's like the June, July, mm-hmm. August months of just like despondency at the state of the world. And then there was like, you know, September, like things are improving-ish and then the numbers went blah, 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 blah. So I feel like there's yeah, yeah, the yeah. pandemic to me, like, it's like, I got to get specific until which, which pandemic are we sure. talking about? Now, pandemic <laughs> now, edge of your seat. Sex is about to happen again for everybody. Uh-huh. And I feel like uh-huh. we are in a collective state of foreplay. Mm. <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> I I will also say though, this time of year, just at any time ever, so I right. feel like it's kind of like spring. that. Like the tension of spring. God, like the blossoming and like the rain showers and like like it just all is kind of like very titillating. Boobs mm. and legs are coming they're coming back. They're coming back, baby. Men are running around without shirts on. It's it's yeah, sexy out true. there. It's healing. It is healing. Yeah. Nature is healing. Yeah. Um, Well, I'm horny as fuck, but that's not what I'm going to talk about today. Evan, I have on my list of stories. Well, actually, my girlfriend and I successfully sexted for the first time. Oh, really? I could talk about that, Evan, or I could talk about my first kiss with a boy. Or I want, oh, go ahead. No, go on. You seem no <laughs> jump on it. No, I'm, I'm interested in the sexing. Okay, cool. I'll pull okay, them okay, up cool. for the audience. So, Jen, um, I'm gonna have to cool, confirm great. with yeah, you, but I will be reading our sexts for this episode. Are you how beautiful? Kind of like the moth podcast. We <laughs> should do that. We should do like a like a version of the moth where we're just like, I want you all over my body. Eggplant emoji, <laughs> eggplant emoji, squirt, squirt emoji. Are you are you a big sex? Dexter, Evan? Not, not no. I guess it depends. It, it depends. Are we are we sexing because we cannot have sex in real because they're mm. in another place physically, or are we sexing just because it's like as a means to turn each other on? I'm more of the former than the latter. But like oh. anyone who tells you that they don't sex, it's like I have larger questions about like their constitution of character. Sure. Yeah. Go into that. Have like someone doesn't sext. What does that mean about them? Well, I feel like obviously there's different like versions of sexting, right? So it's like there's some people that's like are more more picture oriented. Some people Mm -hmm. are more story oriented. Some people are just like I'm horny send. Um, But I feel like to openly admit that you don't sex to me, it indicates something about a guarded nature of your personality or like yeah. a lack of willingness mm-hmm. to indulge in an, a, a part of, of who you are. Um, so it's like, I'm not saying it's like, oh, you like, I want to make sure that you're sexting all day, every day, but uh, <laughs> to be amongst the set of, I do not sex. Um, I feel like you are in a minority that uh, 
I don't wish to, to group myself among. Wow. Okay. Okay. We're asking the big questions and we're getting the answers today. I, I'm having <laughs> really trouble are. finding the exact sex, but I really, I'll go back. We text a lot. I, apparently I text a lot with my girlfriend. Um, Jen and I go through periods of being long distance and like basically living together because of this pandemic. Um, and right now she's far away and she's been far away for a while. So she's not like, you know what? I should just take the two minutes that it's going to take to find these texts so that I can actually read them. Yeah, do it. Is that okay? I'm surprised that you don't. Yeah, go ahead. But I'm surprised that you don't screenshot your texts and then go back and look at them because that's something that I, Evan, have you done that before? Screenshot texts? Yeah. So then you can kind of go back and like look at them or like even kind of get off on. I've screenshotted the images. I've never screenshotted the text. But I mean, oh, if the images it, are it, to be it. considered part of the text, then, you know. Sure, sure. I guess that also is enough. Did you find him? Yeah, I found him. Oh, that was quick. That was quick. Yeah, I, I just searched an explicit word and it came up on Yeah. My- <laughs> <laughs> you got to say what word. I don't. Come on, man. You, you don't have to, but I'm it's just such saying. a lame word. It's not even an explicit word. Oh, please. The word is top. The word is top. (laughs) I'm so ashamed. I love that. I love that. Um, You shouldn't feel shame. So I like sexting, but my Jen is like um, a little more introverted and she's way. This does not. This is not a great lead up into this (laughs) sentence, but she's a little introverted and she's way more likely to send me a nude than send me a sext. Sure. But I really like like I like the words. I, I, of course, mm-hmm. I love. I think she's beautiful, and I'm very attracted yeah. to her. But the words yeah. are special to me, yeah. and so she's more show, don't tell. Yes, yes. She really internalized that in eleventh grade English class. <laughs> <laughs> and we, when we have sex, she's not super verbal. She's very physical, and like definitely does things for me that maybe I do with like, I'm more the dirty talker. She's more the dirty listener and yeah. responder. You um, need both. I was going to say two dirty talkers and you know, who's going to listen Too too much yeah. going on. I literally just lost. Yeah. The fu- I have to research oh, top. Fuck. Evan, what would you say you're more of a dirty listener or dirty a dirty talker? talker? <laughs> I'm not a dirty talker, but I'm not necessarily a dirty listener. Cause I, I'm just not, <laughs> It's like I don't really want to listen. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of verbal stuff. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. No, it's not okay. It's not for everybody. And my girlfriend. Moaning, no. moaning is good, but just kind of like mm-hmm. yeah. Well, who so, doesn't love a moan? Well, yeah. So like noise mm-hmm. is fine. I just don't love. Noise. I don't love the idea Unscripted. of like the lexicon of sex. Yeah. Un- yeah. Unscripted yeah. entertainment. Im- improv. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we're talking and. We, she basically uses my ego, uh, to, (sighs) (laughs) she texts me and says that she's thinking about my body as she's listening Uh, to the podcast. Yeah. So, you know, this is so funny. Sorry, not to interrupt you, but when I was young, my principal, like, had to have me read back some, like, tweets I had sent. And this is, like, exactly how, like, that went. Like, this is literally what it feels like of, like, you're in a principal's oh, office. Oh, yes. Yeah. It, yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. She strokes my ego. Obviously, that Hell is, yeah. like, 
for me, that's the number one. If you stroke my yeah. ego, I yeah. am very sad to say that I am done for. It is that is the easiest way to my heart is through my ego. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. So what does she say? Is she kind of like like I love it when you perform uh, for a sold out room and a and a three drink minimum and you also get a payout at the door. <laughs> <laughs> she says to me, "Was daydreaming." This is in reference to my body about it while listening to the pod, and then I said, "Whoa!" And then That's I huge. said, "Oh, uh, I just grabbed my vibrator." So, <laughs> wow, Evan, are you kind of like a is ego stroking a thing that you kind of relate to? No, but I like that you do. I don't. I'm not trying to dismiss your your joy. Sure, sure. thank you so much. No, Sex I don't want any. Yeah, absolutely. Sex, po- positive, positive, positive. Um, I'm not a big, I, I, so just in general, sexually and non-sexually, I'm not a big, I don't like affirmation of like my, of anything. I don't know. It's like any, uh, I don't like, I don't take compliments well. Are you like, are you a physical touch person? Is that what you are? Cause I'm a verbal affirmation person. And I think that, mm. that this is like a uh, coming down to that. It depends. Uh, see, I feel like it's very circumstantial. I'm a physical touch person, but if it's not someone that I want to touch me and touches me, I have a very strong response to it. <laughs> well, for sure. sure, for sure, yeah. So, and even to, and even in situations when I've given consent to be touched, but then I am touched and I'm just kind of um, weary of my own. Yeah, <laughs> don't be gross and touch Evan. That is basically what we're getting at here. Just Completely. only touch Evan if if you're not gross. Um, but yeah. So then she says. I'm on, uh, she, she's in public, so she can't grab her vibrator and she like makes a joke about that. Well, she could, That's the best. She could, but it would be a crime. Um, and then she said that she wanted to have sex with me so badly. And I said, look at you with the sexting game, because this was like, so out of nowhere. And I'm Mm -hmm. wondering, uh, oh my God. And I want to find out if this is true for guys. This is so great to have you here. I'm wondering if like the horniness is contributing to this. And then she says, <laughs> yeah, I also have to pee really bad, which is making me feel <laughs> hornier. Uh-huh. We have not discussed this on the pod, but I don't know. Doctors, if you're listening right in, why is it that when your bladder is full, it puts pressure on your clit? What the fuck is that? Garrett, you know what mm. I'm talking about? I do, but I'm not going to lie. When I have to pee, I feel less horny. But just I feel because, more horny. like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I. But I think it's because I, like, having a dick inside me while I have to pee is, like, I don't. Oh, sure. That, to me, is, like, that's, like, I can't. I, like, yeah. literally cannot. It's, yeah. like, a complex duality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good and evil and yin and yang existing in one person, <laughs> dick and pee. What do we, yeah. what do we do? Does that happen to men? Does it happen to men where, you, wait, where having to pee makes you horny? Like, yeah. it stimulates, it mm. stimulates a part of your body that's sort of hard to explain, but it kind of makes you horny. Not in my experience, but I feel like pee play is more prevalent amongst gay men so there's a I mean okay. so p definitely is a factor in sex but not in the same way that you're talking about with no this to, like, is not like this is like a pressure so yeah then, uh-huh yeah no uh-huh. can't relate okay so then when she said that and she mentioned she's in public i said referencing a previous episode of the podcast i said do you have some genes 
a jean seam that you can like this rub is so on. funny I, know, I cannot so believe that sex. you guys talk about the podcast while you're sexting. You really I literally, can't I literally believe that. You can't believe that, believe that Gara. You I can't, can't believe that. Also, I was the one who brought up the gene thing in the Sarah Shower episode. And yes. now I feel weird that you're using it with Jen. So, Evan, another fun thing about women's sexualities that a lot of people don't know. <laughs> when you have a tight pair of jeans on, mm-hmm. you can kind of like shift your weight on a gene seam. Yeah. Maneuver. Yeah. So then she says, I'm in a dress with no underwear on. And I was like, okay, what? let's finish this. Whoa. Like, we, this is like Whoa. good sexting. Let's re- this is foreplay of sexting. I want to move into the actual sex phase of the sexting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I said- And so you drive to Boston. <laughs> and so I drove to Boston. No, I just, and I was just really clear with her because I know sexting is hard for her. So I just, oh my God, I cannot believe that I'm talking about this on the podcast. I have no boundaries anymore. This I is what it. I will do it's... for fame. Okay. So I wow. said, oh God, oh my God. Evan, are you uncomfortable? You don't have to say it. No, no. Okay. I said, oh my God. I, I'm not going to no, say. you do not, not have gonna to say, say I can't. This. I can't. You do I not can't. have to say I wonder this. if it's Laura's okay. messaging You're me. You're so fine. No, she's not. Okay. Laura's like, say it or I'm quitting. <laughs> <laughs> I just basically told her something that I wanted to hear. And I said, and give me fucking details. Because that, I was just like very clear yeah. about what I wanted. Mm-hmm. She told me three sentences and immediately I orgasmed. I told her no that way. I did. Yeah. Three sentences. Oh, three Whoa. sentences. Wow. She just like, it's just the old Dan Savage thing. Yes. A haiku. <laughs> that was it. And I was just so proud of her. She really like yeah. took herself out of her comfort zone for me. And I'm proud that I asked and I just thought it was really fun we sexted like successfully yeah. for the first time it that's can a, that's after incredible. a year of dating like it can be done you can open up and try new things yeah can I ask a quick question this is a, this is an all play for everyone all play uh, okay. in the chat right now a little cranium but throwback I'm just wondering there about sexting and sexting in public like what what are the thoughts around like being in public and sexting two thumbs up we love sexting in public I Evan? just don't know what it feels like to be in public anymore. So <laughs> I will for get sure, back to you sure. when I have an experience that is akin to being in public. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> the closest I have right now is like the subway, but I don't have reception on the subway. Uh-huh, um, but like, okay, so uh-huh. like sexting, walking down the street, I'm all for it. Dangerous. But with the understanding that it's like, I'm not a hundred percent. It's like, it's a little passive in that like, I yeah. might shoot yeah. off a sex and then, you know, check my bank account and then check Twitter and then like, you know, sure, read yeah. about the new COVID deaths. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of things. Yeah. Happening. Yeah. No, that is, yeah. That's exactly what sexting, sexting in public should be. It should be sure. like, I think you're not sexting to come. You're sexting yeah. for the entertainment. And so Agreed. of course yeah. you're going to switch or the, the other person could not be. I feel like it's always someone's in public and someone's not in public. You know, it's kind of strange. Interesting. Like I used yeah. to do it when I was at work. I don't know how people feel about sexting at work, mm-hmm. but I, when I was like a barista, 
would kind of like make someone coffee and then turn around and be like, oh yeah, your cock is so big. I love that big <laughs> cock. And be like, so that'll be $5.99. <laughs> like just kind of like double, like multitasking. I don't know how you guys feel about sexting at work. I think it's fine. As long as you're not masturbating at work, I think it's fine. Right, 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 right. Yeah. As long as you're not exposing genitals or touching yourself at work. If you're rocking on a jean seam, I can't <laughs> rocking on a jean seam. It's like it's literally like a um like a steely dance song. Rocking on a jean seam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who am I who am I to say that that is wrong at work? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Meanwhile, Evan is sitting in the Netflix office. I know. Yeah. <laughs> There's an intern down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> rocking on a jean seam <laughs> okay okay that was good ashley thank you i it looks like evan was gonna jump in jump in no i didn't have anything sorry oh, okay cool well that's okay, okay because i'm good, about to good. ask you if you had gay sex this week did you have gay sex this week i did have gay sex this week oh my oh, yes. god we haven't we heard never that have that in a while <laughs> yes we have not <laughs> the joys of having a boyfriend you know Oh, uh, how long have you been dating your boyfriend? We have been together for three years. Oh, wow. Wow. So this is a while. Is oh, he, yeah. Is he in um, entertainment or is he like a civilian? He is in com uh, computer science, but wait, he's oh. a computer. Wait, hold on. I always get the terms wrong. He's a software engineer. Yeah. I, get yeah. Wow. I, used, I used to be a software engineer. Okay. Yeah. So he is a... Uh, um, so I would say a, a not, a, I mean, not a civilian, not an entertainer, somewhere else. Uh-huh. Like a half-blood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the half-blood prince. Mm -hmm. Does he work on a, I, I, I can bleep this, but I'm genuinely just curious. Where does he work? Oh, cool. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. What a smart yeah. choice, Evan. Netflix. We're just like, we're taking <laughs> I know, over. Isn't that so funny? Yes. Wow. Funny or sad, depends on the perspective. Sure, sure. How is it dating someone when you're like both kind of in the corporate world? Like, have you always kind of dated like <laughs> you that, are or? such a 24 year old I know. queer arts baby? Yeah, like, what, what's it what feel like say? to have two people with jobs in a relationship? I <laughs> Yeah, I would say like, I mean, we're not really, the, I mean, I don't think it impacts anything besides just the job security and the financial security, um, sure. particularly his financial security is, 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 you know, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. being in, in that field. That's um, dope. That's but awesome. in terms of like, I, I, I feel like it's not as though, I mean, yes, they're corporations, but they're very LGBTQ plus inclusive corporations, mm, both, totally. both internally and like in their external um right. how they want to be perceived um so i've never and like previous to this i was at viacom which is also a very queer company yeah. i've never had an experience where being lgbtq plus was somehow um i've always been in places where it not only was like not only was i one of many but i've always been places that have been very not and when i say this i don't just mean like gay friendly i mean lgbtq plus friendly i've had the fortune yeah. of working for multiple companies that are very, not only like sexuality and gender inclusive, but like sexuality and gender thoughtful. Mm -hmm. Totally. There's just like a uh, uh, free, I'm trying to think of free strap-ons at the door. When you, when you join, right. they yeah. give you exactly. like a little yeah. rainbow pin and, and a yes. strap. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Policy. Um, how did you guys meet? We met on Grinder. Okay, this is interesting. Cause I think Grinder has the reputation of being a little more of a hookup 
situation? Was that what you were like when you went into it? Is that what you were yeah, expecting? Yeah, yeah. We went into it as a hookup, but I think in gay culture, and this could be true of all um, cultures within the LGBTQ plus umbrella, but I think particularly amongst gay culture, having an initial hookup can kind of be like a good window into like, okay, let's go on a first date. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. it's kind of like, sure. get a yeah. peek under the hood, make sure everything's <laughs> driving okay, and then hit the road. So, uh -huh. oh God, I wish you were women so that I could make an under the hood joke, but we'll continue. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I feel like it was, we met under the circumstance of a hookup and then quickly kind of realized, oh, well, like we'd like to hang out outside of this. So um, I think that's totally true. I've definitely hooked up with women and determined whether or not I'd like to go on a few dates with them based on the the hookup. I don't know. I think that's becoming more and more normal, like to everybody. Yeah, I mean, days. I definitely yeah. think that like dating culture has changed, hookup culture has changed, and the ubiquity of it. And then also just like the more people do it, the more the la the less shame that exists around it, the more normal it becomes. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you about this grinder yeah. hookup then with your now boyfriend, if that's okay with you. Sure. So do you grinder? Seems like to me, what's typical with grinder? Is it just like is it drinks? And then sex, does it depend? Like, what is the flow chart of the grinder experience? I think it totally depends on the person. I do not think there's a norm when it comes to grinder. I think that there are perceptions that have become sort of like popularized yeah. both in queer culture and by cishet culture that in which they sort of joke about grinder. Yeah. Because I feel like uh, grinder has become sort of like the like you know you'll see like throwaway jokes and like yes. situation comedies now where it's like oh the gay guy's on grinder yeah. that must mean yeah. he's looking for dick yeah obviously uh -huh. that's some people's experience um but i really do feel like everyone is on there for different experiences i feel like all different walks of life have different sort of perceptions around how they feel about it i've talked to you know trans masculine trans masculine individuals for instance who've had great experiences on grinder yeah, i talk Kai to trans masculine individuals who fucking hate it and say it's a transphobic yeah, app so yeah, I, when it comes yeah. to like grinder i don't like to it's like it's not very monolithic to me i think it depends on age your location luck like there's so many factors yeah um, you're such a good age your location you're, you're and luck. <laughs> i can tell that you're really good you're at like your great. job because i cannot get you to make a joke about like any kind of queer stereo i'm like coming for you at all the angles i'm like talk about a fucking daddy bear talk about a fucking daddy bear and you will not do it you just have the perfect answer for everything i'm gonna get you truly go for it <laughs> Um, so with you on Grinder, what's your non-monolithic move? Like how, what was the date with you and your boyfriend? Oh, the date was go over to his apartment and hook up right away. I don't <laughs> got really it. like, okay, got it, got it, got it. I don't really like pretense. And it's sort of like, for me too, it's like, I have a busy schedule. Um, <laughs> and so for me, it's just, I already spent the time wasted on the app. So it's like, let's get to it and get on with our day. Or anything. Yeah. I'm the same. I'm the same way when it comes to hooking up. But like, I'm also like, I'm in my 30s and I feel like I function differently in these scenarios in my 30s than I would have in my 20s just because I don't really have a lot of time for bullshit anymore. You I don't know think that what would. You want. I know what I want. I know. Well, I know what I want and I'll get what I want. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. Honestly, here I'm sitting here just being like, wow, I feel like so much of my life is bullshit. And I and I do have time for the bullshit and I will sit through it. <laughs> no, it's true. I think that is I think a lot of people are afraid of aging and being older and dating. But one of the great I'm 33. The one of the best things about being in your 30s is, you know, exactly what you want. You've had all of these traumatizing relationship experiences. You can see the red flags. And if you're the type of introspective person that has done work on yourself from your 20s, your 30s are, my 30s have been amazing, especially with hookups, because it's like, as soon as I meet the person, it's like, I can pretty much tell. And then within an hour, I know how many times I want to hook up with this. Like, I know how I want to proceed. It's great. Yeah. I think it definitely comes with age. It's one of the good joys yeah. of getting older. Yeah. <laughs> so you're Yeah, guys, the 30s, 30s sound really great. I'm I'm actually I'm really excited. Um, no complaints so far. 30. Shut up, Gara. <laughs> great. <laughs> well, I've said I've said to Jen, and this is one of the only points I wouldn't even say of contention. It's just somewhere we where we don't align. My girlfriend is 25. And like I just know what I want for a partner for marriage i just know and i don't really need more than a year and a half i think to kind of determine yeah if this is like gonna be a thing whereas i think in my 20s i was content to date people for like years Mm -hmm. and years and years you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um how did you from the hookup so on grinder you're hooking up what in the hookup is like oh I could see something with this person is, you know what I mean? Like how did that become clear to yeah, you? Yeah, I don't, it wasn't like an, you know, an, an aha moment or anything. I think that it was just like, okay, let's do that again. And then I think that it's honestly, it's like, to me, like love, both platonic love and relationship love is like who you spend your time with. And instinctually I wanted to spend more time yeah, with yeah. him. Um, I, I, I don't think it was like, oh my God, I want to date this guy. This is the man for me. But there was something that made me say, okay, let's do round two. Round two should become round three. And then I met his family two weeks um, after our first meeting. Wow. Whoa. That's very, that's How very lesbian that? of you. I, 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 was, I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> why would you want to say that? <laughs> I'm a diplomat. <laughs> Wait, yeah. How was how was meeting uh, his family after only like? Two well, weeks? I didn't meet them as his boyfriend. I was just like a friend out at the family's house um, out got east. It, so it was more of it. like we were. I was I, I was accompanying him on a trip to see his family. Essentially, well, a long wow. weekend. A yeah, so it was very yet. low stakes, and and also we were still getting to know each other. But I would say. It, you know, meeting parents in any setting gives you context clues about a person. Sure. Oh, um, my God. We've seen happiest season. This is, like, <laughs> essentially happiest season. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, it worked out. It, it, there was no, I mean, there was no Victor Garber. I wish there was a Mary Steenberg, and that would have oh, definitely changed yeah, things. Yeah, um, <laughs> but, um But, yeah, I mean, like, and then from there, it was just, we just kept seeing each other. And then I think at like six months was when there was like a conversation had about like, are you into me? Are you into me? Blah, blah, blah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you did kind of let it be a slow burn, even yeah. though you were kind of doing the dating things, which is totally fine. That's sort of what Jen and I did, but on a faster track because mm-hmm. actual. 
actual lesbians. Um, that was really offensive, Ashley. Okay, that was I'll really, just, really You know offensive. what? We're going to have Evan replace me. <laughs> <laughs> and then this show will uh, never get canceled. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm actually amazed at how well. Evan, you've been able to just navigate every single thing that we've thrown your way. Thank you. Thank I know. You. I kind of want to pull a Z-way and just throw really, like, really baited <laughs> questions into this. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know that um, I can do it as well. Wait, I, I have one. I have one question. Um, I, I feel like I've been thinking about a lot about lately about how people say in relationships there's like a warmer upper and someone who knows like initially. Do you kind of know what I'm talking about? Like mm. it usually doesn't happen that both people are warming up at the same time. Do you feel like that was like your you, situation? What? Where did you hear that? You know, this is so funny and actually really exposing. And I'm really being brave saying where <laughs> I heard this. Um, I am watching all of Modern Family right now. I've run out of shows to watch. I'm going back and watching Modern Family. And look, you guys, they, it, they pose a lot of great questions mm. <laughs> about our modern world, about modern family. Mm. They put in the title. <laughs> in the title yes <laughs> um not really because i feel like it was just very symbiotic in many senses i i, I recognize the the what you're talking about i just yeah. feel like it just always sort of felt comfortable and then it just never got to a place of feeling uncomfortable which i think is just mm. And again, similar to the grinder thing, it's like every relationship has its own patterns and it goes down. And just yeah. because we had that pattern does not mean our relationship is stronger because we never, but like, yeah, I just feel I like it, it was a good, sure. from the get-go, I was kind of like, this is a person I want to spend more time with. And then here we are three, three years later and I still want to spend more time with them. Yeah, I don't think there mm -hmm. needs to be, you know, first of all, a lot of these pathways for relationships are defined by like not great patriarchal heteronormative, like, ideas so I, oh, not, that was beautiful thank you so much <laughs> i'm learning from from evan um but uh so it's not good to like use the also like we've just changed as a society like i i don't think that you, there need to be such fixed rules around like i love you meeting the parents like you know uh, all, all, when do you move in with each other when do you get married like th those are any kind of external pressure is not good it's just whatever right. you do you know what i mean like and i used to be a love at first sight super mm. intense dated kind of other intense people and mm -hmm. with jen i really kind of just let it be a slower burn and the relationship is much more healthy and god that t thank god i'm not god, I, I i used to have i have been through some humdingers yeah what <laughs> you were a, a fight fucker as yeah, I've said, definitely. a fight fucker. Okay, fight I will be back fucker. in two seconds. I have to run and grab my charger because we're running out of charge. Oh, go, two go. seconds. Two oh my seconds. god, I can hear good. you. <laughs> oh, he can hear us. <laughs> he can hear us. Okay, yeah. well, let, let me just pressure him a little bit with um. Wow, that's actually really loud. <laughs> I feel very bad. I hope his headphones weren't too loud and that he can control. Yeah, me as well, because that that was. <laughs> I just a, he just never loud. he just never comes. Yeah, back. he just never comes back. <laughs> okay. Hey. I heard the music. <laughs> I've seen the light. I thought my charger would last longer, but alas. Oh my god! And there was a charger in here all along. Ugh. Uh, Netflix. <laughs> okay, I'm back so, to life. Knowing that. 
these systems that we've been talking about should not have any bearing on the timeline of your relationship. <laughs> do you live with your boyfriend? Do you like believe yeah. in marriage? Is that something you want to do? I believe in marriage, but I don't have strong. Uh, it's not something that's I have strong affiliations with. I believe in it for like the tax reasons and the all totally, of that the legal stuff. legal imp- sure. implications. Yeah. Yeah, but I would say in terms of like the fights that I think are important for LGBTQ um, liberation, I would not put marriage among the top of my priorities. Totally. Sure, sure. I agree with you. I I just asked because, um, fuck, I just lost the question. Do you ever lose a question in your life, Evan? Have you ever lost a question doing an interview? I lose them all the time, but I'm pretty good about faking a new one that just, oh, like I, I'll, it's like something better came to me, so I'm pivoting. Okay, well, <laughs> something good. better just came to me, and I am pivoting. Oh, I remember what it is. I don't want a fucking wedding. We've never talked about this. I don't want a big wow. wedding. I If I do a wedding, it's going to be like so small or mm. televised. Or televised. I want a big <laughs> wedding, um, but not. But it, it, again, it's kind of like you know, like I'm Jewish and I'm and I'm I I'm more culturally Jewish than I am like religious, and it's yeah. the same way for me with a wedding, where it's like I want a wedding because I want a celebration yes. with the people I love present. Yeah. I don't want a yeah. wedding because I want a big day that's all about me. It's like right, I just sure. want the opportunity for all the people I love to have a reason to be yeah. in a, a space party. together. Yeah, okay. yeah. A party, yeah. I honestly, my thing is, is I just want to be able to rub it in everyone's faces. I think totally. that that is the you're gonna hold, reason. you're gonna hold up your hand. Yeah, yeah. I'm like these. fucking look at this. I'm just walking around to everyone, just like all my cousins, being like, I could do it too, bitch. <laughs> you aren't the only one. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I agree. Evan, you were wonderful. Do you mind if we oh, go over you. to uh, Gara? No. Cool, Gara. Did you have gay mm-hmm. sex this week? Uh, okay, no, I did not. Um, Evan, I love that for you, and I love that you did. I, I did not. I also have a boyfriend, <laughs> and I did not, just so everyone um, knows. I did not, but now I the story that I actually thought of, I'm, I'm really happy that this is the story I chose because I, I would really love to get your opinion on this, Evan. And the story is, um, it has to do with um, kind of getting hot and heavy in an Uber. And I want to be clear, I'm not saying sex in an uber i think sex in an uber is wrong my dad is an uber <laughs> driver he has told me horror stories please do Wait, not have sex you gotta in give Ubers. us one horror story from your dad we cannot have that hanging out there mm, i actually don't know if i remember any specific ones but people have had sex variety in an uber. i don't know if it is but but you can tell see like uber drivers can tell What's going? It's not like full on sex. It's kind of like just like handsy stuff. Um. Anyway, my my dad should write a memoir of all the things that happens to him as an Uber driver. Chapter but, one: handsy yeah. stuff. <laughs> handsy stuff in the back of my Kia Sedona. Anyway, actually, it's a Honda Accord. My bad. That was our old car. Anyway, anyway. Okay, it's getting hot and heavy in Uber, which. So this was like two years ago, and I am dating a painter. It's very hot and sexy, and I love it. And once a year at his alma mater, they do this. What? We're talking about Jacob? We're talking about Jacob. Great. Do you think I've just dated multiple You just called painters? him a painter, and I just found it to be like, is there a second painter? 
No, no, there's no second painter. This is the first painter I've dated. But I think from now here on out, I will just date more painters. Um, it's very hot. But anyway, at his alma mater, at his like MFA program, they do this thing called Tribeca Ball. Um, if anyone has heard of this or gone to it, please message me. It's such an insane event where it's at the New York Academy of Art and literally like some of the most famous people in New York City go to this so they can like buy art. And that's like what it's Kim like. Kim Cattrall. Kim, maybe Kim Cattrall. Um, maybe. We have, we'll have uh, Evan. Brooke we'll Shields. have Evan ask her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ask, uh, tweet at Kim Cattrall. <laughs> ask her if she's on the board. But anyway, it like costs like an arm and a leg to go and like. For two years, that's like a gift. Jacob like bought me a ticket, which was very nice. And I just like got very dressed up and then just like followed around um, like Naomi Watts literally for the entire night. But anyway, I was there. I was getting very drunk because it's like free wine on every level. Um, and literally, I um, when we got done, we were feeling very hot and heavy and we decided to get into an Uber. Okay, Gara, I have a wrench. I have five minutes. I'm aware. Oh, okay. Oh, I can do it. This is a light. We're giving you the light, the five-minute light. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to... Oh, yeah, I got the light, and it's going to be quick, and it's going to be good. Because we want, we want Evan to get, chime in and also do his plugs. Uh, hell yeah. cut this, Evan. Or maybe we won't. We won't need to cut it. I swear to God, this is a short little story. Maybe we'll do... Evan has a move, uh, uh, a big thing. Yeah, Evan's got t- stuff to so do. So much stuff to do. He's so laughing, much just by the way. Any big Evan fans are like, <laughs> Yeah, you, you can't hear Evan. You are canceled. <laughs> but he is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, chime in. And literally, it's the shortest little story, but I just need, Evan, I just need your, I need your opinion on what happened. So I, got, I get in this Uber. I'm very drunk. And, like, I would never condone, like, doing stuff in an Uber. I don't think you should touch each other in an Uber. I think, like, Someone's working. You can't put a hand on a thigh. No hand on a thigh. You can put a hand on a thigh. I think a hand on a thigh is great. But anyway, so we're in the Uber. You put a hand on a thigh. Okay. Evan says it's okay. So we know (laughs) it is totally PC and okay. Hand on thigh. Hand on thigh. Wait, I want to get what is the Evan level of PDA in an Uber allowed? Mm, it's it's what i would say right now is different get to the given circumstance of like how oh. inebriated i am or like you know mm-hmm. what i mean um uh-huh. but i hands on a thigh will allow okay hand on thigh hand, on, hand thigh. on thigh okay hand on thigh um but i so what i started doing at first is we're just notes apping each other like the notes app is open on my phone and we're oh. like typing like i want to fuck you so live like, we're sexting. kind of like yeah live sexting just on the notes app which is pretty pretty sexy if you Creative. ask me but anyway we're going like one for one in the notes app we're kind of like you know type type typing and it kind of like got to a point where it was like i was kind of like damn I we had like we live far away so it was like it was like a 45 minute Uber and I was like literally like I need to get out of this Uber because I want to have sex so badly so I'm kind of like going back and forth in my mind of like you know I have hand on thigh but can I have like hand on <laughs> upper thigh like can I kind of like you know this is where you need Ashley on one shoulder and Evan on the other yeah. <laughs> Ashley is like you find yeah, you that jean seam, okay? And Evan, the jean seam, and then riding on a jean seam. <laughs> Evan is okay. like hand on thigh. You stop right there. Is that what you would say, Evan? I would say live and let live. 
Okay. 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 Live and let live. So I'm kind of getting two very vague things from both of my shoulders and I'm kind of like, okay, I don't really want to fuck up this Uber driver. Also, the Uber driver, they know. I just like feel like these Uber drivers, they know who they're picking up. From what I've like heard from my dad and also just like from being they in a lot of Ubers. They the name Gara. They know that there's going to be some hanky panky. Yeah. Yeah. They see my profile picture. They're like, they're definitely going to have they a hand fuck. on that in this Uber. They fuck. But anyway, so we're like heading down like Flatbush Avenue and I'm kind of just like I like we're like this the sexting has like even stopped because we like can't even handle it. And mm. like finally we're like five minutes away from home and I've kind of like moved. I've like progressed like hand on thigh is like it, it's getting higher and higher and higher. We're, we're in the like crease. Doing the, <laughs> the crease. So we're, we're on the crease at this point and we're we're like we're heading up to to home and um we're like real really really close and i'm like i'm also really really close and then we get dropped off i really was like i'm see evan i've talked about this on the show before i can make myself come without touching myself it's actually a very uh, amazing powerful very powerful it's very powerful and i don't even need to be riding on a jean seam (laughs) and i (laughs) just on a kia sedona (laughs) yeah just in a kia sedona listening to the new miley cyrus album uh just just riding high but anyway we get there, did not have to have sex in Uber. We went upstairs. We had the best sex of my life. Mm. And yeah, that's my tiny, tiny little story. I think Beautiful. I made it out okay. Mm-hmm. There you I go. I love it. Well, we know Thank you me. have to run. Go, go. So go follow go. Evan on all of his platforms. So funny. Also very diplomatic. Can we quickly just have you say your handles? Because I want everyone to come and find Yeah. Out. I'm Evan Ross Katz, and I'm at Evan Ross Katz on IG and TW, and those are all of the outlets that I am present on. Perfect. Great beef with Kim Cattrall. Some might call him a social media mogul. Thank you for being here, Evan. We had such a great time. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. We we loved Thank having you. you. Thank you for being here. I, I'm not, we'll have you back and we'll do we'll do wonderful. More. All right, have a great day. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening ad free because this uh, podcast is 100% sponsored by listeners like you. Whoa, look at me with the with the PBS plug. Um, <laughs> don't let your kids listen to this. You get free stand up tickets, cameos, bonus uncut episodes, bonus content, and you get a shout out from me if you're a patron, patreon.com slash WHGS. Here are the shout outs today. On Instagram, we have kzenner8, and the zenner is spelled Z-E-H-N-E-R. On Instagram, we have crystal, uh, which is C-R-Y-S-S-T-U-L-L. On Instagram, we have madeline.grace, and grace is spelled with a Y in it. And then on Instagram, we have Michelle R. Skinner. On TikTok, we have Sav underscore, underscore Galloway. Thanks, you guys. You make this possible. Um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great week.